Are you taking vitamin D for COVID? Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Todd here this morning. Happy Thursday to you. So a couple things that, um, you know, just kind of came about uh, yesterday. I was reading an article and it was talking about the role of vitamin D as well as as melatonin. Melatonin, give melatonin uh, and aspirin. Those three, I believe, was what was going on with uh, helping people with with COVID. And there's a couple things that... Um, it kind of stressed me out there a little bit. Uh, number one, you know, love melatonin. Absolutely love melatonin for the short term. If you're supplementing with melatonin, you have to keep it for the short term. Even if you're doing like 5-HTP or, or anything like that, that's kind of a precursor up to the production of melatonin. We got to figure out why. Because melatonin at night is a fantastic anti-inflammatory. It has anti-inflammatory properties, which is great. You know, that's awesome. So if you are supplementing with it, just I wouldn't recommend doing it for long term, day after day after day after day. You you want to do short term, you want to take a little break, and short term, take a little break. But the big part here is my vitamin D. And a lot of people have come at me with vitamin D. They're wanting to test their vitamin D. They're wanting, uh, you know, how much should I supplement with vitamin D? Now this is the tough one. This is the tough part because remember, there are lots of things tied to vitamin D. Vitamin D incredibly important. It's almost like a hormone to a certain extent. Definitely is um, has huge properties with the immune system and boosting the immune system. That's why they see it kind of as a, something that helps with COVID and helps with virus and, and fighting off viruses. Because remember, there are lots of other viruses other than COVID. But at the end of the day, uh, there's something specifically that we have to talk about. So this is a little, a little nerdy here. But, it, you know, we have these cells in our bodies. And they have to have receptors on them to grab the vitamin D that we eat or that we get injected in us or whatever it is. It has to grab that vitamin D and then that vitamin D gets pulled into the cell and the cell does its job. I mean, that's how vitamin D works. Now, the problem is, is that no one really knows this optimal dose because if you take it, uh, you know, if you inject it or you take it by mouth, there's no idea, no one has an idea how much you're actually not only getting into your bloodstream, especially if you're taking it by mouth, but then also how much is being pulled into your cells. So we can measure it, what's in blood, but we're truly measuring, hey, this is the amount of vitamin D in your blood. That's it. We don't know how much is being used by the cells. We don't know any of that stuff. So that's why I'll tell you a lot of times what you want to test for, if you really want to know, you want to test for it, you want to test for kind of the waste product of vitamin D. So once the cell gets done with vitamin D, it spits out a waste product and, and then we can see that in the urine. Now that's an easy way to do it. But again, that's testing. We don't really know 100% you know, what's going on with that. The biggest part, and I will tell you the, the ground, uh, at the bare basic is that we want to pay attention to those receptors that are on the cell surface. Right? Imagine we talk about cells being like houses all the time. Well, imagine that you don't have a mailbox. Imagine your house doesn't have a mailbox. You're not going to get the mail. Mail is going to bypass your house. Well, that's what this vitamin D receptor is like. And this is one of the first times that I was introduced into 
jeans because I was there for the longest time. When I was doing the musculoskeletal thing, we were pushing vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D for everybody, vitamin D supplementation, and they weren't getting any better. And we're doing 5,000, 10,000 international units of vitamin D, and we're selling this stuff, and people aren't getting any better and aren't getting any better. And we have patients coming in, and they're... Their healthcare providers telling them they're injecting them with thousands of international units of vitamin D once a week. And they weren't getting any better. And I sat there, I was like, I don't understand this. I don't get this. And that's when I had to learn that the vitamin D receptor is the biggest part. And we can see the genes that code for this vitamin D receptor. So if there is a mutation on those genes, just like if there's a page missing, from the instruction manual on how to build a bookshelf, well, that receptor is not going to be built correctly and it may not grab all that vitamin D. It'll grab some of it, just like some books will sit on the shelf, but it's not going to grab all of it. And so this is where we get into this. Everybody's taking vitamin D, taking vitamin D, but it's not actually able to do its job because you don't know what the receptor looks like. That's where this is such a big deal. And I've talked about this over and over again on going through and actually understanding why there are these differences between people who take medications, who take supplements, who eat certain foods, who work out certain ways. Sometimes it really helps people and sometimes it doesn't. This is a great example of this. Sometimes vitamin D helps people and sometimes it doesn't. So this research article, you know, you think about that and you go, oh my gosh, that's great. I should go out and get vitamin D. But you have no idea how much you should take or if you should take it in a different form so that it bypasses the receptor, right? So that the mail comes right up to your front door because you don't have a mailbox, right? So that's the thing I want you guys to think about. We're talking about this and we're talking about the genetics and I talk about this all the time is this is the reason why you want to know this information. Because so much of it out there is just big blanket type stuff. Blanket tips, blanket exercise, blanket food plans. But it doesn't work for everybody if you don't know your user manual. If you don't know exactly what you need. And that's, that's the whole point of everything that we do here. Is really identifying what it is we need to do. Do you have a mutation on a vitamin D to where that receptor is not being made properly? If so, well, then this is how we switch things up. This is what we need to do. So, guys, on that same note, we're going to talk more about this tonight. Tonight, during our, our Gene Fit Life webinar, I want to invite you to join me. Join me every Thursday. Every Thursday at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. Go to genefitlife.com slash webinar. Register even if you cannot make it tonight. That's fine. We record it. We're going to send you off the replay uh, later tonight after the webinar. Uh, we'll send the replay out to you so that you can get this information and understand how important this individualized type of playbook needs to be in your everyday life. As we're looking at COVID, we're talking about energy, we talk about weight loss, we talk about all these things. Yeah, this is important stuff. So guys, what I got for you, have a fantastic day and I will talk to you soon. Take care. You've been listening to the Gene Fit Life podcast. The information and case studies reviewed in this podcast are for educational purposes only. All individual questions concerning your health 
should be directed toward your personal healthcare provider. For more information about how you can get your personalized user manual, visit us at genefitlife.com right now. Again, that's genefitlife.com.